Hello, welcome to Marketing Connected. The use of social media has become a norm nowadays, and more brands are looking to jump on new social media platforms. However, growing your social media following is still no easy feat, as brands embark on different ways to draw consumers. Today's episode features host, comedian, and actor Rishi Budrani and Vayner Media Apex managing partner and head of creative Vijay Anand on the trends dominating the social space in 2021. In a panel session during the recent new social media bootcamp, editor in chief Rezwana Mandur grilled them on why it is important to have a good hashtag strategy, towing the line between what is hilarious and what is sensitive and why there's no need to wait until you're perfect to start social media. Rishi, I know when I asked you to join us for this session, the first thing you said to me was, Rez, I'm not a social media influencer, so why do you want me on board? But just to give a bit of a backstory for those of us joining us today, Rishi is um, a comedian who does a lot of stand-up comedy and he's in in front of a live audience most of the time. Last year, his uh, livelihood, if I might say that, was impacted because of the pandemic. But pivoting really quickly, Rishi took his uh, Rishi report to the IGTV platform and started creating content on the platform. So I wanted him on board to share with us some real examples of some of the struggles that maybe Rishi you faced and what were some of the learning points there? Uh, Yeah, thanks, Rez. Uh, So the Rishi report was actually something that in all honesty that um, I had been sitting on for a couple of years because, you know, the live work was kind of satisfying me. I was doing a, a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, but at the back of my head, I always thought I want to do uh, something that's, you know, news, parody, satirical, uh, and nobody was doing it. Um, so on 1st of April, we had this idea to launch on April Fool's Day, a show, and to do it over the year, but then Circuit Breaker hit. So uh, I did it from this room eventually, starting on a, a little iPhone XS, um, and then eventually it... Uh, became something quite exciting. We do live shows in theaters now. Um, I think the biggest challenges were uh, taking social media more seriously than I did before the Mm. pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I was very complacent, I think. You know, I was like, yeah, I've got an audience. People buy tickets to my shows. I'm getting hired, getting work with, you know, brands. I'm getting work with weddings. I'm getting work with, uh, you know, um, travel shows and all that. So I didn't perhaps... uh, Use enough enough emphasis on social. To to harness the power of social media before this. So so was that hard for you, Rishi, given that you were launching a new show on social media, but social media wasn't your bread and butter and maybe you didn't have a strong enough following as traditional influencers. I don't know if I can even say that, but, you know, influencers who grew from the social space would have. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was about keeping an open mind, learning, uh, of course, rejecting a lot of things uh, early on. For example, like, yeah, I had a TikTok account for the whole of the pandemic, but I never really used it because I was too busy trying to, like, you know, survive. Uh, but eventually, even that has become a very legitimate source of getting actual work, mm. you know, because uh, I never understood, for example, the power of... Uh, stand-up comedy clips or you know uh, episodes of the Rishi Report that oh. I thought had yeah I did this four years ago for example this is an old stand-up show to me these are old jokes but you know maybe a thousand people saw them live overall oh. Oh. there's still millions who haven't so I started putting out these little clips online and I started growing my following through that incidentally oh. 
Yeah. yeah. And then they get uh, the, the people who come for the stand-up, they see, oh, okay, this guy does now the news comedy stuff. And then they, um, you know, they follow you from that. And then they see that, oh, you're doing a live show. And then that's how uh, the, the train of um, actual monetized, putting food on the table income happens, yeah. at least for me. Yeah. So now are you relying on social media to sort of amplify the messaging around the fact that you're having uh, the live shows as well? Or have you sort of uh, gone back to your old ways of, you know, banking on your physical presence? You know, Rez, when you say gone back to my old ways, you really make me sound (laughs) like I've been murdering people (laughs) and holding underground drug... (laughs) Parties. Social media jail, Rishi. Social media jail. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, I think at least uh, I, I've learned that there, there is value in uh, de- dedicating a significant amount of time to the social media presence. I mean, as much as we fight it, you know, because I think a lot of purist stand-up comedians come from a world of like, come on, man, this is a live craft. I'm not going to sit in front of a camera and like do this. It doesn't make sense. But the past yeah. year taught us that, you know, sometimes this is all you have uh and we like like you said we all have to adapt so uh yeah every time i get kicked out of um uh, the room i i come into the studio and i create a video yeah fair yeah. enough yeah <laughs> you know what i think a lot of times us ordinary non-celebrity people we tend to think that you know um yeah, Rishi's a star. He's got his own show. It must be really easy for him to grow a following. But the truth is, it's not as easy to have followings as unless you're buying them or, or going through like, um, you know, dubious means. It's not as easy to grow your following, right? And this is where I want to ask Vijay a little bit about it because a lot of brands also go through this issue of having to grow their following and it's not easy. What advice do you have for brands who are looking to do that? I think one thing I just wanted to add from, uh, before I get to that, right? like yeah. what Rishi said was quite interesting. Like he put out little, little contents. I think that's so, so important. So I work for this guy called Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, if you the don't only know him, the most famous yeah, man on it, social media. <laughs> if you don't know him, go and check the stuff that he does. It, the content maybe might not relate to you or it could, but what he does great is he takes one piece of content and then he cuts it down to so many, like one could become a hundred micro content. And then he, he uses that micro content to touch people in different, like, you know, you might be passionate about sneakers. Then he'll go target you with that micro content. You might be passionate about this and then he'll target you with that or motivation. So I think that's great. Like what Rishi is doing, you know, having that, that cutting small, small content. I think that's a good start for a lot of brands, for a lot of people, that's why we kind of say, you know, like you don't just make one piece of commercial nowadays. Like back in the day, you put one commercial on, th- on TV and that's it, you're done. Mm. Nowadays, you shoot a long content, a long film, and then you cut micro pieces of it. And then one could be the product ad, one could be just the actors talking. Then you start doing extra content, like behind the scenes, those kind of things. It's so important nowadays on social age, right? Yeah. To not just do that one piece of content. But then going back to your, to your uh, question, right? To get brands to... To kind of win that social there's so many things that you can do uh, even rishi talked about this like he didn't know what he was doing on uh, tiktok and stuff like that so if you actually identify all these different social channels mm-hmm. and then you say that oh maybe for me instagram is better because my product is a visual product i need to go on instagram or maybe on twitter because i have a lot of uh, things to say and mm-hmm. without visuals you know like I, i'm not selling something that's visual so identifying 
your social channel and what you're good at is great try everything first right never filter like oh i'm only going to go and stay on facebook uh, facebook everybody just complains on facebook so why are you on facebook you know like yeah. so go on instagram things like that so pick your your like experiment on everything pick the one that works well for you best double down on that start putting a hundred of contents like i said you know it's not just one two things put a lot of things it doesn't have to be quality stuff right yeah. then you go into like relevance what is your content like what is the value for your fans or the yeah. followers right people don't just want to see ads or they yeah. just don't want to see you doing one thing they want to see everything like what is the value i'm going to get from you as a brand or as a person am i going to be entertained from rishi's one am i going to get to see behind the scenes how do stand up comedians prep for shows things like that because i'm a budding uh, well i'm not but there's there's a, b- a bunch of people who are budding uh, you know stand up comedians as well what can they learn from someone like rishi or a brand like yours so know your audience what's the value you give them which social media sites you're active on you know post but don't overpost that is one thing a lot of brands like oh every day i have to be there people will unfollow you you know right Right. Sorry, can I add one thing to what Vijay yeah, B- is saying? Ahead. I mean, uh, this is amazing because actually one of the learning points from Gary V's work that I started following uh, in the past year as well, uh like what you said, sometimes, you know, we are always waiting like I have that problem. I I like to make sure everything is perfect before I even start anything yeah. and that is the biggest mistake. Yeah. Uh because if you if you really want to wait for things perfect then if you start at the top where you're going to go right so uh, i think one of the things i'm getting comfortable with social media's journey is that you got to be comfortable growing publicly so yeah. it maybe your first video is you know not as mu- not as good as you want it to be but that just means that you know you've got something to improve on you've got something to get better with yeah. uh, and it's weird because it's very similar to like doing the open mic at a stand up comedy club you know the first time you bring a new joke on stage it's going to suck yeah but you need like you know okay a few times and you realize you okay polish, this is... you polish you polish you become yeah better. yeah and i think that's that's something that uh, not just for social media but it's like a life skill as well right like you yeah. done is better than perfect i think yeah. because right. that then you've got room to grow And if you don't do it, the, someone's gonna beat you to it. That's the thing. Yeah. But like at some, the same time, right? Consumers are somewhat unforgiving these days, right? So, you do have. I mean, working for marketing magazine, we also have been running our social channels, and we've been trying to grow that as well. And you know, having been a brand that has been established for twenty years, mm. um, sometimes you are a little bit hesitant because you're so careful of the brand image you put out there, right? And and with new social media platforms, I completely agree with you, Vijay Rishi, that you got to try and you got to grow from there. But there's also only a certain room or or margin of error that you allow yourself to have. So what would you have as an advice for some of our uh, our listeners who are tuning in? And guys feel free to send them questions, okay? We're taking questions live from the floor. But what advice would you have for those listening to us that like, you know, I I am an established brand or I am an upcoming brand. I don't want to come across cheap on social media. People are driven by beautiful visuals. They they want to see that really uh um Uh, nirvana sort of picture on my social media i mean there's a few ways to look at things right uh, the most important is always don't just sell people stuff right or i know people like rishi said you know that there was that older like there's a group of people always like want to craft perfect things and all that but it's not like that nowadays people want to see honesty uh, from brands you know people want to see what's real don't just sell me a picture that 
you know, look at Dove, right? Don't just sell me doctored images. You know, I want to see the real yeah. talent, the real people. So be open to like, you know, things that are not perfect. Be yourself, be honest, be human, you know, seek relationships. And then you can't do that if you are putting a filter. Yeah. Funny Fair enough, enough, right? Fair yeah. enough. Um, what do you make of uh, brands who do actually try to put content out there but are not getting the engagement that they want? Because a lot of times we are just passively scrolling, right? Um, so you're, maybe your awareness is there, but the engagement is not. Yeah, so keep trying. Like, you know, you would always use, use social media as your uh, research tool. Like, don't think of it as I'm going to sell it. Like, put a hundred things out there or maybe one one content one piece of content really gets the engagement that you know that you want and then you're like okay then you try to research from there why does this get it like is it the content is it the style is it the execution and then yeah. double down on that then start going to that one if you start filtering in your head and if it doesn't go out to the world then yeah. you're never going to get the results right so not like don't worry about the number of followers you have uh, engagement will come if you start doing your research you start right. practicing like seeing something that works and then you know, like, okay, I know this works. So this yeah. couple, my audience likes this. Let me keep doing this a bit more and see, experiment with this instead of, you know, doing a hundred other things, you know? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I also wanted to touch on the topic of going viral, right? I, I mean, I think we've moved past that conversation of how can I make my content go viral? We, we know that there is, you shouldn't be asking that question. But at the same time, uh, there are certain types of content that work better than others. Um, Rishi, can I ask you what kind of content you feel works best with your audience? Um, I thought this a lot, but it really is the stand-up stuff. It is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tried to go down the route of doing the example episodes of the Rishi Report, which was current affairs news, but it was just me sitting on a, uh, on a you know, cutting the news articles and those get decent views. But for some reason, there is something visceral about uh, a well-shot stand-up segment uh, that is timeless, for example. Like, and, and sometimes they go, they go viral for the right reasons, sometimes the wrong reasons. I don't know. Like, I get death threats from for my jokes sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that's all part and parcel. I think once you're, you're put out there publicly, uh, you have to accept the love and you have to accept yeah. a little bit of the wrath of your audience as well. So I yeah. think for me, right now, as it stands, uh, a lot of people still connect to my work as a stand-up comedian. Yes, uh, I've done very fun and exciting uh, uh, shows and brand ads uh, that have gone you know, viral in the past like few years or so. But I think if I uh, were to follow the, the, the research as Vijay is suggesting, then the most consistent stuff that I create that goes out fastest to most people and uh, connects with my audience. The best is the stand-up stuff mm. recorded in front of a live audience because I think that's a little more rare in, uh, in our landscape at least. Yeah, true. Yeah. I want to ask you a little bit about trend jacking as well, uh, uh, Rishi, because I mean, I watched the Rishi Report this week and it was a fantastic show. Thank you. Um, and, and brands do uh, try to trend jack quite a fair bit uh, based on news that's happening. They try to put out work out there, which mm. is great. I love it. Um, but I think comedians have a secret sauce to doing this. Uh, you told the line very nicely between what is hilarious and what is sensitive. Um, what tips would you have for our brand uh, marketers out there on, you know, being on point with your trend jacking? Wow. Uh, okay. First of all, I think trend jacking is a term that I'm hearing for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Does that mean I should leave the Zoom chat? Huh? Okay, no, no. you've got five more minutes. It's good. <laughs> okay, uh, but no, I think I understand what you mean. Um, wow, what advice? Uh, I th- I think um, it's a muscle that uh, we as as comedians have to exercise. At least like that's for me. You know, I try to keep up with what's uh, in the news. I try to keep up with uh, what's online. So it's almost as though like, yeah, if you've got an eye and a pulse on your audience, you kind of know what your audience is reading, what your audience is consuming. And if you have an exciting, interesting, unique take on that same issue, then I think you are in every position to put out something to do with that issue for example like i think this morning we just read i'm sure everybody who's in social media world has been reading that you know bill gates got divorced this morning yes right wow, yes that is a story that's gonna have a shit ton of memes videos jokes and you know as, as after doing this for 10 years you kind of go like okay yeah what what is going to be my angle on that am i going to release a video am i going to release uh, some kind of comment is it going to become uh, a meme is it going to become you know a, a tiktok of something i don't know yet but the wheels start churning when you see something that you know for a fact is going to be big around the world yeah so it's yeah. always about staying always on in that way yeah and what yeah. is your what can you bring that you you feel like as a brand nobody else can or as, as a content creator nobody else can yeah what about you Vijay do you have any advice for us as to the, the type of content that works best and drives discoverability yeah so I mean trend checking is my favorite you know say six seven years ago my claim to fame was when I worked on the Nando's account in Malaysia, I used to do a lot of trends, like make fun of politicians, do crazy things in, uh, <laughs> in Malaysia. Then we got really famous. We got like nearly sued a couple of times by politicians and stuff like that. But that was the best way. Because the one thing we used to say every time we trend check is be the voice of the people because the people have that a feeling towards the news that's happening. So although we say like, you know, don't pick sides, always be in the middle and make fun of both sides. Mm. But the majority has a point of view to these things. Like, you know, when politicians say something stupid, we will actually jump and say like, you know, you can't do this or in a funny way, right? With a sense of humor. That's why you said, you know, being a stand-up comedian, if you're on social media, trend jacking is interesting because you can make fun of situations and then have a powerful point to, to prove by using that. But then, you know, Trend jacking can work. You can also manufacture. Like wow. when I was in Gojek, working in Gojek, one of the things I did was uh, the pieces of uh, a thing that went viral was actually we manufactured uh, something that that we it seemed like we were trend jacking, but we actually manufactured. So the example was uh, there was an Indonesian rapper called Rich Brian, and uh, he was in New York. So we just pretended we, we worked with him. It's like, hey, can you tweet like I miss Indonesian food? And then as a delivery partner, we can actually go there and we everything's kind of pre-planned. Yeah. But when it unfolds on Twitter, people think like, wow, that's so cool. That's uh, this right. guy's yeah, trend jack and like 48, 48 hours, you know, like they went and delivered to him, but everything was kind of pre-planned. That's yeah. the secret behind the campaign, right? So yeah. you can kind of manufacture these kind of things as well. So trend jacking is the best. Like you can wait for things to happen or you can create your own as well. A lot of brands sometimes don't understand that. Right? We kind of tell them like, okay, you can work with celebrities, you know, or work with someone, another brand, you know, collaborate and then kind of, release to the world you don't have to do a pr release do something else do something else that's interesting on social media right people will buy it if you're genuine if you're trying to make it seem uh, real right yeah. don't overdo it that's why I, I say 
Yeah, I love that point you made, uh, Vijay, about collaboration with other brands. I think we live in a very collaborative world right now where we can't grow based on silos. And once you have that power of two brands, you yeah. automatically expand your reach as well. I mean, examples for that, like Gucci, the kind of ambassadors and the people they collaborate with are super diverse. You have people from, you know, now they're doing with James Corden and Aquafina. Mm. They're quite in, you know, like they're doing a, a talk show with James Corden. But everything on the talk show is all from Gucci, from their clothes to their bags that the celebrities carry. I thought that was brilliant, you know. Uh, I think Bottega, what they did was super cool. Bottega just said that we are not focusing on social media anymore. We're actually ending our social media official account, but okay. we're working with influencers. So people oh. want to see other famous people or other people rock the bags or the clothes, you know, like they don't want to see a brand doing yeah. a perfect shot we, when we were talking about it earlier right? nobody nobody wants to see an ad people want to see real people wear those things so yeah. Bottega just went on like okay i'm gonna kill my social media i'm just gonna work with a whole bunch of people to wear my stuff i, yeah. I thought that was quite cool for her and you're using other people so like you said when you collaborate with different influencers it widens your market as well yeah. Yeah. when you start your own channel you only have a certain type of audience but when mm. you work with other brands other people you have different types of people as well and, and interestingly, I think over the last year, we've also seen a older demographic um, join social media platforms, right? I know like my grandma in the US is my Instagram friend and I'm always very wary of what I'm putting out there because, you know, she's just going to talk to my dad and things will go wrong from there. But that's besides the point. But you see a lot of, a lot of uh, um, older generations now trying out new platforms as well. But, you know, I think as, um, as in the marketing world, we always end up talking about millennials and now Gen Zs, right? It, do you feel that the conversation is a little bit skewed there and we should actually put more effort into targeting the older generations on social media? And I'll open it up to both of you. I think it depends on, the, on your brand's audience or your, your you know, personality or a brand or whatever. If your audience you want to you wanna talk to is the older group, that's fine. If you, most of the people nowadays, they're just targeting the young bunch because they are spending a lot. I, yeah. I think. So then, yep. yeah, Rishi? But the older people also have spending power. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say. If that's their right audience and if they are on Facebook, then go and do that. Like, that's fine. Yeah, actually, I agree with Vijay. You know, I mean, uh, what is your end goal? Like, see, for me, as a, as, as a brand, as an identity, for me, maybe the end goal is, yeah, okay, when I do a show, I want people to buy tickets to the show. Who are the people buying tickets to my show? Uh, when I do work, for example, I, I host uh, live events. When I do that, whom do I want to hire me? Do I want the, uh, the committee members of the government organizations to take a look at my stuff? Or am I looking for the golfers at the country club who are board members to go like, yeah, we want this guy to come and entertain our, our uh, senior citizens at this year's annual golfing tournament? Or do I want to you know, do stand-up comedy for under 14-year-old children in a mall while their parents go shopping? Mm. And I think depending on that, I, I'm slowly trying to curate the content and use different mediums for that. Like I know, for example, the people who want to book me for their children's weddings, which I do a lot of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, uh, dude, like untapped market, man. So I, I figured out a little bit that, okay, so a lot of these people are on like Facebook and Instagram, not so much on TikTok. But for example, if uh, I want people to see more of my stand-up stuff, yeah, then I put it less so on Facebook. It's a lot more Instagram, now TikTok. Uh, also, maybe there's a certain group I want to see 
the more edgy stuff and a certain group, I, I want them to understand that, oh, okay, Rishi is, okay, like, he's, you know, clean and like mild and he won't upset like my grandmother from the US if, if, <laughs> if he's there. I know I'm never going to live down that one, huh? I just shared too much of my oh, man. You got family dynamics right there. <laughs> three days of boot camp. If it doesn't come out, I'll be surprised. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I just want to add one more thing. Like, like I, I spoke about Gucci earlier and the ambassadors that they were choosing and all that. I yeah. like that they have diverse their, their ambassadors. It's not just the cool people, you know, like, of course, they got the Aquafinas and, you know, the, the people who are cool and trendy now. But in their last campaign, they had Jane Fonda. Like, mm. not a lot of people know Jane Fonda from uh, the younger era. But mm. they will go like, damn, she looks cool. She's uh, yeah. of age and she looks cool. She looks her great. Gucci wear. Jane Fonda still looks amazing. But the older people were like, damn, I can look cool <laughs> like her too. If yeah. I, if I start buying Gucci. You know? So I thought, you know, just diversify. The way they're di- diversifying and getting ambassadors from different age groups, different genders, those kind of things, I thought was just brilliant. Yeah. Fair enough. We have two questions that came in from our audience. The first question is, does adding more channels automatically constitute to better ROI? What's your take on this? Uh, Vijay, I'll throw this at you. Wow. Uh, I don't think so. I think you add a lot of channels just to experiment and then you find which one gives you the best ROI, right? Uh, You start pulling things like brand engagement. You know, some people like I buy a lot from Instagram which is, that's just me, but I bet there's a lot of people who do that. So find the right social channels where you think uh, you, your products get, or your, you, you, you're just going out for engagement or sales. Like, what do you want to do? I think once you find that and then find the right channels, if that channel is doing it for you, double down on that channel, like I said, and then start mm-hmm. ch- selling on that channel. But again, you know, like, don't just put ads, don't just sell, uh, hard sell people because, you know, you're like the person... Uh, selling credit card down in the supermarkets, you know, in the malls. Most of the time, 90%, everybody goes like, I'm not interested. You don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. if, if you find an interesting way to do that, mm-hmm. or you put a performance, you give them something else that they, they didn't think that was there. And then they're like, here's a card for you. Then you're like, okay, that's quite cool. You know, mm-hmm. find interesting ways to sell it. Uh, but yeah, just try every channel, but, and, and double down on that one uh, or two that you think is going to be, Amazing for your, for your. I, I want to tie in something else to this this answer that you have. Um, you know, working with influencers, right? There's always this question of should I go for mass or should I go for niche? Oh, yeah. Um, what what's your advice? We argue with clients quite a bit on that. You know, like uh, we do some KOL engagement. I think recently we've done for Disney Plus uh, in yeah. Singapore. We're doing some in uh, in Malaysia as well. Our the main thing we do is just talk to KOLs and get the right KOLs for them to to spread out the news that Disney Plus is around, you know, Disney Plus is here. Um, but, you know, it's not always the followers or the engagement because some, you have huge followers, but your engagement is so little. They probably bought the yeah. followers as well. So your engagement is so little. So find the ones that you think, you know, that compared to the followers to the engagement, you know, you see that the ratio is decent and go for those. Sometimes it's that. So we have two tiers, right? One is the, the ones that, okay, or three tiers. Massive followers. You find yeah. the ones with the massive followers, you're going to spread mass, but you're not going to get a lot of engagement. Then you're going right. to have the ones that don't have that much followers, <clears throat> but their engagement is crazy. Then you have some, which is my favorite, which is they're not going to, they don't have huge uh, followers, but their content is amazing. 
uh, they make crazy videos. You know, like there's one guy in Malaysia that I, Pun Chiho, uh, he doesn't have huge followers. He's a stand-up comedian. I'm sure Rishi knows him as well. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. The guy makes funny content. Like, use yep. people like him, you know. Uh, don't go for the A-list because everybody's going for the A-list, you know. Fair enough. Right. And you know, sorry, Rishi, do you want to add something? No, no, no. I mean, there's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, so, so an, another question that just came in was, it seems like all the good hashtags have been taken. Should I use existing <laughs> hashtags or create my own? And how do you go about with creation of hashtags? Hashtag strategy is important, man. Like I, I think uh, riding on what people have used is good because people click and people see, people already follow some hashtags. So it's always nice to be there and like, you know, uh, use some. Depends. There's... there's two cases right one you use hashtags that have been already used and then jump on the bandwagon and try to populate that because people follow it or start your own base in the campaign if you have something powerful but use something that you think people would want to to use it later on like one example i had in gojek our our whole uh, when we rebranded when i was there when we rebranded we had this line you know pasti ada jalan which means there's always a way Uh, okay. but people started using it we launched it with that we used the hashtag but people started using it out of the brand context then it becomes part of popular culture or part of culture where people are using your your brand tag to mm. be like oh man everybody's using it so that you get the numbers so i think you have to be smart like you don't want to put like your product name hashtag you know like you want to yeah. put something where people would jump on the bandwagon and also use it Right, right. Thank you so much. Now, before I let both of you go, because I, I know it's 9.40 already and the next session is starting soon. Um, tell me one channel that you will be focusing on uh, for, the, for the year 2021. Rishi, I'll start with you. What are you going to be focusing on? Oh, one channel of my own or like somebody yes, else's? Yes, of your oh, own. <laughs> <laughs> try and grow my TikTok following uh, and continue a bit with the strategy that I've been using and try and see where that goes. Uh, it's been proving positive so far and I hope to yeah, reach uh, some exciting heights over the rest you, of the year. As, as long as you don't start doing crazy dances, la, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, BJ, you oh, know, it's too late for that already. Never yeah. say never, lah. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> what I learned from you today, lah, it's not about quality. Right? <laughs> just put out. Yeah, that's true. Just put shit out. You know, experiment first. <laughs> no, no, no. If you see me dancing on TikTok, then you can. You have every right, all of you, to call me up, like DM me, and go like Rishi. What the? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I will look forward to the racy dance videos. That's cool. Um, VJ, what are you advising your clients to focus on? Well, I was, I was uh, going. Okay, so a lot of things we're doing now. We're doing a lot of live stuff actually, which is funny. Uh, just recently, we did a one big one for SK2. We launched something. Uh, their campaigns live on uh, Twitter in Japan and stuff like that. The numbers were insane. I was looking at the numbers yesterday. Um, we did like we shot globally. pre-shot some content. We did half live uh, from New York to Japan to, you know, China to things like that. So live is big. So think about what you can do live. A lot of people are using like, you know, e-commerce videos, doing live, selling people product demos, those kind of things as well. Um, Clubhouse, you know, people are getting into Clubhouse, giving value interviews, you know, like giving access, extra things, you know, you can ask famous people different things, you know, that's interesting. I will always think, stick to, I'm quite a visual person, so Instagram is my own platform, yeah. I love that, I have fun with that, I shoot my sneakers, my fashion stuff, my own stuff on that all the time. Uh, but yeah, just whatever that's new, whatever that's trending, like life is big now, get on it, try, experiment, 
learn about it, see what you can do with it, how you can evolve. Uh, you can on Instagram, you can live with other people, get different sessions, jamming sessions with people as well. So yeah, just experiment. Thank you for tuning in. For more information about our upcoming conferences and training sessions, visit www.marketing-interactive.com. We hope to see you there.